Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 54, Personal Finance Lessons I Wish I'd Been Taught in School, by Kate Flanders of blondeonabudget.ca. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, this Thursday edition. And this is where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today, I have a post from Kate Flanders of blondeonabudget.ca. It's called Personal Finance Lessons I Wish I'd Been Taught in School. And Kate has been part of this podcast almost since the beginning. And if you want to hear her personal story about how she paid off $30,000 in debt, Just go ahead and check out episode 13, where I read that story. And before we get into today's post from Kate, we want to ask you if you have subscribed to the show yet. If you have not, please take a second and hit that subscribe button. It's in the podcast app of your choice, and it goes a long way toward helping us with our rankings and exposure. Plus, you'll just get the new episodes sent to you automatically. You don't have to worry about uh, hunting them down each day. While you're doing that, you might also want to subscribe to Optimal Living Daily. That's our brother podcast, which is similar to this show, but it covers things like productivity, personal development, and minimalism from many of these same authors, including Kate. And that should do it. Let's hear from Kate and start optimizing your life. Personal Finance Lessons I Wish I'd Been Taught in School by Kate Flanders of blondeonabudget.ca. One of the things I've been very vocal about in the past is how few personal finance lessons are taught in the classroom. I grew up and went to school in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, where to this day, the only required course high school students take that teaches them a little something about personal finance is Planning 10. Now, I'm not knocking Planning 10, but as the older sister of 17 and 19-year-old siblings, I can tell you it is looked at as a complete throwaway course, an elective you have to complete, often by doing the bare minimum because students are bogged down by real homework, in order to graduate. Planning 10 is basically the beginning and the end of financial literacy in BC schools. And while I have worked with some of the material and know it's good information, it's not good enough. In July, when I wrote that I wanted to make personal finance cool in school, there was some mixed feedback. Some people agreed and said personal finance principles 
should be taught and reinforced in the classroom. One mother emailed me and said her 17-year-old daughter was already worried about money and would love to take a course to learn more about it. Others, and this one infuriates me, felt the teenagers don't care, wouldn't care, etc. That infuriates me because my experience has taught me that most teenagers just want to be talked to like adults. If we say that they won't care, wouldn't listen, etc., then we're taking away their potential to learn something, something that will help them throughout their entire adult lives. And then there was the employee from one of the big banks who emailed me to say teachers aren't fit to teach personal finance for various reasons. I'll let all of the teachers I know speak to that. The fact of the matter is there are things that should be taught, discussed, reinforced, and repeated in our classrooms before teenagers walk out the door and enter the real world. And I think basic personal finance principles are a few of those things. Here are some of the personal finance lessons I wish I'd been taught in school. One, how to read a pay stub. How many times have your kids or even your friends come to you and asked what something meant on a pay stub? What's the difference between gross versus net income? What the heck is EI? Why am I paying CPP? Where's my money going? Why, why, why? I'm lucky to have parents who actually enjoyed talking about this kind of stuff, but the fact that people still ask me questions like that to this day shows that not everyone does. I wish I was shown some real-life examples in school and had someone explain not only what I was paying into, like CPP and EI, but why. Two, how to write a budget. High school students may not earn a lot of money yet, but that doesn't mean they should be spending their earnings freely either. I wish I'd been taught about income, fixed expenses, savings, fun money, emergencies, life events, etc., and how every decision I made would affect my monthly budget. A budget doesn't need to be looked at as a strict, boring plan that students need to follow. It's a tool that can help open their eyes to how much they earn versus how much they need or want to spend, and if they need to cut back or earn more. That is what I wish I'd been taught in high school. Three, how much to save and why. Most high school students won't be old enough to open a TFSA, and some may not even generate RRSP contribution room by claiming earned income, getting a job and filing their taxes. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't learn about the savings tools that are within arm's reach. Think about it this way. Usually within a few months of graduating, all of these options become available to them. It's not like we'd be teaching them something they'd never use. I could list some of the classes I've never used. I wish I'd been taught more about how much to save in my RRSPs, now TFSAs, in school, and why it's so important. Four, how to use a credit card. Have you ever heard of or seen the documentary Maxed Out? Sure, it's about how too much credit is given out to Americans, but you know what? Too much credit is given to Canadians, too. I just applied for my first rewards credit card, and the lender granted me a $15,000 limit. More on that later. Who needs that much credit? If I rack that up, it would take me a couple years to pay off. Good for MasterCard, bad for me. And one part of the documentary shows how college students are bombarded with credit card application forms during their first week at school, the exact same time they are stressing out about how to pay for school and still live a semi-fun life. I wish I'd been taught how to use credit cards as a tool and not as a second bank account when I was in school. Hearing from people who have racked up or paid off credit card debt would have been helpful too. Five, how to pay for post-secondary. When I was in high school, nobody told me that I wouldn't qualify for student loans. Nobody told me how much tuition and books would add up to over all the years and programs I took. And nobody showed me that my grades were good enough to apply for some scholarships. 
If I had known that school would cost my parents at least $5,000 and myself another $15,000, I would have taken the financial part of it a lot more seriously, especially if I'd known how much money would or would not have been coming in before I started. I wish I'd been given some solid ideas of how to pay for post-secondary or how long it would take to repay it before I jumped into it, and I'm sure a lot of Canadians feel the same way. These are just a few of the things I wish I'd learned in school and that I think should be part of an entire personal finance course made available to all high school students. We can't assume students won't listen and or won't retain the information, and it's also not fair to put 100% of the responsibility on parents. Yes, I think parents should encourage their kids to work hard, earn an income, pay their bills, and save for their futures, but teachers and school districts can help too. I know for a fact that some of this information is available in various courses, but it's strewn about and not taught in a concentrated format. That's what I think needs to change. Are there any personal finance lessons you wish you'd been taught in school? You just listened to the post titled Personal Finance Lessons I Wish I'd Been Taught in School by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. If you have any comments about today's post, give us a shout out at oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com. And if you find value in this podcast, this free reading service, if you will, do us a favor here at uh, Optimal Finance Daily and tell somebody else about us. It would be a great help to keep this show alive if we can continue to grow our number of subscribers. So, If you can show someone how to find the show and then subscribe to it, that'll go a really long way toward helping us sustain Optimal Finance Daily, and it's a great way to show your support. And that's it for this Thursday edition. Episode 54 is in the books. I'll see you tomorrow when we'll have a post from our good old friend, Mr. Money Mustache. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.
Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.